Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Monday, July 27th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Rumor points to the next Call of Duty being subtitled Black Ops Cold War. Persona 5 Scramble has finally been confirmed for a North American release. The Witcher is getting a spin-off television series on Netflix that will also be live action. Hideo Kojima will be a judge at the Venice Film Festival and might be working on a horror video game. And Fall Guys is going to be a PlayStation Plus game for August. The next Call of Duty is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, according to Doritos. This is still not fully confirmed, but it seems the title of the next Call of Duty game has been leaked thanks to a Doritos advertising campaign that was shared online. Doug Dagnabbit, which I'm guessing is the username, reported on the leak for the Call of Duty website ModernWarZone.com and wrote, The Gaming Revolution Twitter account received a DM containing images of Doritos packaging that shows a double XP promotion with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It contains the official logo for the game as well as a start and end date for the promotion. The promotion begins on the 5th of October 2020. Whether this will be the launch date for Black Ops Cold War is still up for debate. However, we do have previous information that we can use to make educated guesses and assumptions. That story is linked in the show notes. I certainly believe that this is the next title. Of all the Call of Duty subtitles, it's weird how Black Ops has become its own brand. I don't know how that happened. I remember being at GameStop before the release of Call of Duty WW2 and hearing someone say, did you hear the next Black Ops is going to take place during World War II again? It has just become an interchangeable term with Call of Duty for some reason. Call of Duty and Black Ops are just basically the same thing now. There's not much to be extrapolated from this title alone, but I am curious what the future of Warzone looks like. Is Warzone now the living Call of Duty game? Does it get an influx of Black Ops Cold War stuff when that game releases? Do those who buy Black Ops Cold War get a bunch of Warzone bonuses? Or does Black Ops Cold War get its own dedicated separate Battle Royale mode? It's the element of Call of Duty I am most curious to learn about. It seems Persona 5 Scramble finally has a confirmed North American release date. Persona 5 Scramble The Phantom Strikers is coming to PlayStation 4, but it is also coming to Switch, and it is the Persona 5 game that isn't Persona 5 proper on the Nintendo console, which is, you know, disappointing. But it's more Persona 5 than the system already has, unless you count Smash Brothers. It's a Dynasty Warriors-style game that takes place in the Persona 5 universe. The good news is it apparently does serve as a sequel to Persona 5 in terms of narrative and plot. It came out in Japan in February, but it's been unclear whether or not it would be coming to North America since it's been announced. 
The website, personacentral.com, shared a story this morning, however, credited to the author Reggie that confirms the game is coming to North America as confirmed by a translated Koei Tecmo financial report. Reggie writes for personacentral.com, in the presentation slides for the financial results is a section reserved for Koei Tecmo titles planned to be released in the future. Within the packaged games category of this section, Persona 5 Scramble the Phantom Strikers is listed for a PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch release, specifying Koei Tecmo as developer. The planned release region is listed as the West, explicitly referring to North America and Europe. No approximate release date is listed. However, this is the first time Persona 5 Scramble has been explicitly acknowledged for a Western release by Atlas or Koei Tecmo. That story is linked in the show notes. Considering how popular the Persona series has become, it kind of surprises me that this game was one that wasn't just automatically on track for a Western release. Players over here want more Persona especially Persona 5, and they especially want it on Switch. I am glad to learn that it is finally coming, though. Now, the question is, had the localization process already begun pre-COVID? Were voice actors able to record dialogue, or is the localization process just starting now? Depending on the answer to those questions, we could be seeing Persona 5 scramble in the U.S. before the end of the year, or it won't be out until well into next year. I am pessimistically going to assume the latter, but I am glad it is on its way at all. The Witcher is getting another, another Netflix spinoff. The Witcher was apparently a big hit for Netflix and the developer of the game, CD Projekt Red, as the launch of the first season caused a huge boost in sales of The Witcher 3, and apparently Netflix is ready to triple dip on the franchise. The second season of the show did begin shooting, announced with a video of Geralt's actor Henry Cavill walking down the street saying he was heading to work, but it's unclear the current state of that show with covid and then Netflix announced it would be releasing a spin-off anime film called The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf. And now this morning, the Twitter account at NX on Netflix, which makes official Netflix announcements that could totally just come from the at Netflix Twitter account. And I don't know why they don't. But anyway, regardless, at NX on Netflix tweeted, 1200 years before Geralt of Rivia, the worlds of monsters, men and elves merged into one and the first Witcher came to be. Announcing The Witcher Blood Origin, a six-part live-action The Witcher spin-off series from Declan Dabara and Lauren Schmidt-Hisrich. So, it sounds like, alongside the second season of the show, this will be a separate live-action show, which is surprising. I don't know that Netflix has ever greenlit so many things like this related to a franchise. Even arguably, its biggest hit, Stranger Things... It's just the one show. The Witcher is already two live-action shows and an animated movie. I guess Netflix saw something pretty wild in those Witcher Season 1 analytics or something. In any case, it's, it's good news. I liked the first season of The Witcher. I will happily take more. Hideo Kojima is going to be a judge at the Venice Film Exhibition and might be making a horror game. It's time for your Hideo Kojima news beat update. I guess, as the Metal Gear creator was pretty busy over the weekend. First off, he is going to be a judge at the 2020 Venice Film Festival, which is pretty impressive. 
Matteo Runchi reported on the news for the website pdvg.it and wrote, Hideo Kojima will be part of the jury of the Venice Film Festival 2020. Particularly the category that he will judge together with Celine Tricart and Asif Kapadia will concern the productions in virtual reality, which will award the jury grand prize prizes for the best immersive VR work, best immersive VR experience, and best immersive VR story. Rucci continued later in the story, Kojima's presence at the 77th International Film Festival can also represent a first meeting point between the canonical art world and the video game world. In fact, for some time, video gamers and video game authors have identified works with artistic value within the medium, but the rest of the world hardly recognizes video games as art. The inclusion of one of the most prestigious authors of the gaming industry in an event of this magnitude could mean a turnaround in this direction. That story is linked in the show notes, and then in other Hideo Kojima news, the creator is apparently in talks with horror manga author Junji Ito about collaborating on a video game. Tyler Fisher reported on the news for comicbook.com and wrote, Renowned Japanese horror manga author Junji Ito has revealed that Hideo Kojima recently contacted him about working together on a new horror game. Unfortunately, Ito didn't divulge any further details, noting that discussions are still ongoing, but it looks like the rumors and speculation were true. Kojima is working on a horror game. Ito revealed as much during an interview at Comic-Con 2020 and when asked if he was currently working on a video game project. Answering this, Ito reveals that he isn't, before he also notes that he has been in contact with Kojima about a possible horror game. I do know director Kojima and we have been in conversation that he may have a horror-based game that he may be doing, and so he has invited me to work on that, but there are no details on it yet, said Ito, speaking through a translator. That story is linked in the show notes as well, and though it is not fully clear how locked in this thing is, the prospect of Hideo Kojima making a dedicated horror game with a collaborator, known in Japan anyway for their horror work, is, is pretty exciting. We will probably never see Silent Hills be truly realized, but I'm sure whatever ideas he had for that game can be worked into other projects like this one. Kojima always dabbles in horror and has scary sequences in his games. Death Stranding is probably the closest he has ever gotten to delivering a true horror experience, as there are many scary sequences in the game related to unexplained phenomena, but I am excited about the idea of him going all in on a horror experience. That I would very much like to play. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch 
Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. PlayStation reveals next month's PlayStation Plus games. Sony has announced its August PlayStation Plus lineup, and it's got some interesting additions in it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign will be added to the subscription service starting tomorrow, a little early, which I'm excited about. I have been wanting to replay that game. I've been putting off buying it, and now I don't have to buy it because it turns out I have already paid for it. The other potentially more interesting August PlayStation Plus edition is Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. It will be available starting August 4th. I played some of the Fall Guys beta this weekend, which I will talk about more at the end of this episode because, you know, that is where I stick all my thoughts about video games I am playing. But I think this is really smart to have this game available on PlayStation Plus. It's a fun game, but it also has the added bonus of being a fun game to watch, and it's pretty clear why it's fun almost immediately. They're taking a real Rocket League approach to its release by putting it on PlayStation Plus, a gamble that worked really well for the race car soccer game. Now, the question is, will Fall Guys also come to Game Pass on Xbox? It certainly should. It's a game that would be perfect for the subscription platform. That's it for gaming news today. I beat Carrion this weekend, and I really liked it. I also finally figured out how to pronounce Carrion. It's the game where you play as a monstrous blob and make your way through a facility, solving puzzles and eating scientists. I talked a little bit recently about how I wish the game had a map. Finishing it has only enforced my opinion to the point where it kind of diminished the ending slightly. I got lost near the end. I felt like I had figured everything out. I was pretty certain I was near the end. I was sort of aimlessly wandering. And then just as I was confident that I was on the right path, the credits started rolling. It's very specific to my experience, but I wish I just had, you know, more confidence about where I was going because then I think the end would have been more impactful rather than me thinking like, okay, on the right path, here I go. Oh, uh, credits. Okay. I will say though, ignoring my own weird path to the ending and focusing on the actual content and ideas of the ending, very cool. Obviously not going to spoil anything, but I am glad I played the game to the end. The story is very, very light, but it's cool how the ending basically ties into the rest of the game. I recommend it. I also, like I mentioned earlier, played some Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout this weekend, which was in beta, and I got a code from Devolver, so thanks Devolver. I say I played, but really, I just watched my daughter play, and also watched her go through just this wide range of emotions through the whole process. In Fall Guys, you are one of 60 colorful, bouncy characters, and you basically have to make your way through a physics-based obstacle course and not get eliminated. It's goofy, often infuriating, a little random, but also pretty fun. It's a good idea for a video game. It's got that battle royale element of a large group of people fighting to be number one with some of the physical absurdity of things like gang beasts. I enjoyed my time with it, or rather, you know, my kid's time with it. I was able to sneak in a few rounds, though. Got a quick correction here from at Theta11 on Twitter, addressing something I was almost certain I would receive a correction about. I talked about the Tetris movie on Friday and Tetris's creator, and it sounds like I didn't say his last name correctly. I have been writing his name for years, but rarely do I say it out loud. Apparently, it's pronounced Pajitnov, 
Thanks at Theta11. Much appreciated. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to Kyle at RideHome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator. I finished playing Mega Man X2 this morning. I got to figure out something new to play later this week. I'll also put in a plug here for my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Kyle Hilliard. You can find all my Twitch stream archives on there, but I also have some Gaming Ride Home stuff on there. I'll pull out clips from the show and put video versions up. You can also find me on the MinMax show for more long-form video game discussions. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.